We're rolling. Welcome back. Hey. Episode 57. What's up, Miguel? Back to How back. How you doing? Back to back. That's right. Welcome to episode 57 of the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast, everyone. We're sponsored by Fightback CBD. Get 20% off your CBD order at fightbackcbd.com with code JJD. We're also sponsored by Black Belt Digital Marketing. Anything you need from website design, Google ads, logos, SEO, lead gen, social media, anything you need they can help with. Uh, these guys are uh, the company behind all of our social media designs. Again, check them out at blackbeltdigitalmarketing.com. Worth every penny. Let them know the dummy sent you. My name is Milton Campus. I'm a brown belt training out of South Florida. You can check me out on Instagram at UncleMiltyBJJ or at Jiu-Jitsu Dummies. Bo's behind the camera. Yo. What's up, Bo? What's up? <laughs> Miguel, back again. Yep, yep. We're going to do this every Thursday. Is this yeah, we good? Yeah. Rock and roll, Bo. It's in stone. Very cool. And we've got, waiting for us uh, on uh, on the screen here, we've got Cody Steele. What's up, brother? How you doing? What's up? How's it going? Pretty good, right. man. Pretty good. Sorry about all the technical difficulties. No, but, you're good. That's yeah. probably all me. But <laughs> no. Miguel, Miguel's got a joke yeah. lined up. Go ahead. All right. The, what we just went through, was that your toughest match your whole career? <laughs> yeah. I was sweating pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you persevered. I, I mean, honestly, I think you won by an advantage. Yeah. <laughs> We're here. We got here. So how's it going, man? How's everything going? Everything's going good. Um, just been chilling and training. You're out in Austin, Texas, right? Yes, sir. Out here in uh, Austin, Texas. That You live there, train there. Did you? Where did you live before? I think are you from Washington State originally? Yes, uh, I used to live in Washington State. I lived in uh, Port Angeles and like Squim area. Oh it's, yeah, uh, no, well, been there a bunch. <laughs> Never heard. Yeah, of that. <laughs> I like, I like people know. I normally like describe it as like if people have seen Forks, like the, okay. not Forks, uh, Twilight. Yeah, I know. It's like okay. in Forks, everyone knows where Forks is. So I'm like, I was really close to there. Oh, okay. okay, there you go. What brought you? Did Jujitsu bring you to Austin? No, we just kind of like we, me and my family, we moved all over the place in Washington. It was um, like every year, every like two years, we would just move somewhere, and I, it was just crazy. So then the weather, you know, small. We lived in a really small town, and then we just decided like, yeah, let's we need to get out of here. So we ended up just picking Austin, Texas, and it was really sunny and nice weather here. So then we ended up coming here. Freaking, who would have thunk? It'd be like the new mecca of jujitsu, right? Yeah, I know it's crazy. Right? I mean, if you do but like when a I moved Google... here, oh, it wasn't like there was like barely any jujitsu. Yeah, when if you do like a if you just Google Austin and jujitsu, it's just like dot 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 like all over. It blew all up. Over. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and I I mean that's even before Rogan went out there, right? So Rogan doesn't get credit for for this, right? Mm -hmm. It was yeah, already like I mean, that. Like everyone like ended up coming out here like i think like like now yeah joe rogan's out here yeah. elon musk is out here and just like it's crazy so yeah. now there's just a ton of jujitsu yeah yeah now so so tell us about the beginning you started as a wrestler correct mm -hmm. was that yeah. bad? in washington state were you a kid doing wrestling yeah so i started wrestling in uh like the seventh grade like I didn't even I didn't even want to wrestle. I just did it because like all my friends were like, "Hey, we're gonna go to the wrestling meeting." I was like, nice. "What the fuck?" I was like, <laughs> "Weird." And then I was like, I, "I go with you guys." And then I just ended up really liking it. So like from I started when I was in seventh grade. So however old that was, like like thirteen or something. And yeah, then twelve. I did like two two years of middle school wrestling, and then 
I went to, I did two years of like high school wrestling and then I moved to Texas and didn't have any wrestling here. So I only did like pretty much like four years of wrestling, not a lot. Did you jump right into jujitsu from that? Was it like, there's no wrestling, but there's some jujitsu around? I got some. Yeah. I just remember I was like confused. I was just like, I was in the wrestling room and I was like, I don't even know what I want to do with my life. Like, but I do want to do this. I want to do something like this, like where I'm just like wrestling dudes or something i don't know but like i ended up finding uh i moved when we moved here i went to my high school and we had no wrestling so then i was like damn okay so after football season um i just looked up because i was thinking like i wanted to do mma so i was like all right let me see what this is about so i just looked up a bunch of mma schools ended up finding like jujitsu and then i was like if i want to do mma i should maybe like since I already have a little bit of wrestling, let me do some jujitsu. And then I just kind of like got sunk, like sucked into the jujitsu world. What nice. age, what age is that? Mm, I was like 16, 18. I was just about to turn 18. Okay. I wasn't sure if you yeah. were one of those, like one of those kids, like in our gym where it's like 16 at 16, he gets his blue belt at 17. Yeah. He's got his purple at 18. You know? uh, <laughs> it's like yeah, real right. super quick. Cause they've been doing it since they were so little. So you didn't, so yeah. you so you wrestled four years and then high school for two years you didn't do anything and then you found jujitsu or you did it your sophomore year yeah so i like so like my seventh and eighth grade year i wrestled and then going into my freshman year of high school i like got into like some trouble so like i didn't have to like i couldn't go to school yeah so <laughs> i had to go to, to a different high school and then um once I did that, I, I found like I started wrestling again for a different year. So sophomore year, I picked wrestling back up. Nice. And then junior year, I wrestled again. And then we moved my mom. Like I came home, my mom's like, "Oh, we're gonna go do. We're gonna move to Texas. You either stay here, finish your year out, or we can just go to Texas." And then, like I said, I was in a really small town, so I was like, "Man, I don't know what I want to do with myself." But I know Austin's like a city, so I know like there's a lot of opportunity out there. And then I just like typed it. Like I said, once I got here, I realized they didn't have any wrestling at my school. So then I was like, all right, next best thing is probably MMA or jujitsu. Nice. So MMA. Mm-hmm. You're doing backflips in cages now, right? Is that what, what, what backflip did I see? The backflip, I saw the no-gi backflip. Was there a, an yeah. MMA backflip too? Look at him, he's smiling, he's so proud. <laughs> <laughs> Not not yet, but you haven't sure. you haven't done an MMA backflip. That was that was on the we were talking about it before. That was I the was no game. I, I was talking about that knockout where the guy was walking away from he was walking away from you with your power hand like facing yeah. forward. That was that must have been how how like did you see that as an opportunity? Because like you're already like pretty elite. So like your your like hand eye coordination, just like your reflexes, a lot of things. I mean, I mean, I, you've stuffed shots from the Rotulo brothers. You've stuffed shots from a ton of people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This guy, I bet yeah. it did. It look slow mo, like his face was just wide open. <laughs> yeah, I I think I remember like in the fight, I I was just I just wanted to come after him. Honestly, I was coming after yeah. him, and then I kind of had like a game plan in my head. I kind of did like half of it, but. I remember I was just like putting like such a big pace on him that he was just tired. And yeah. then in my head, it was like he was either going to try to crack me once, like just try to knock me out, or yeah. he was just going to try to survive the whole fight and be like, oh, okay, like I didn't get tapped out or I didn't get finished by right. Cody, you know? So I felt like those were the two things going in. And then I think around like second round, he was starting to get real tired. And then the third round, I just felt like he was running a lot. Yeah. 
So uh, I threw a couple like right hands, left hands when he was trying to run away, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna catch him with one of these. And like in the third <laughs> that round, was I perfect. kind of gonna run off. So was this in your mind? Was this always the plan? While you were training jujitsu, did you always know you wanted to kind of pivot into MMA as well, or were you always training? Yeah, I've always like I always wanted to do MMA. Like I, I mean, like in high school and stuff, I'd kind of always like getting fights here and there. I just I don't know. I just fought because it was kind of fun, you know. And then wrestling was just like real close to it, so I was like, man. And then I started jujitsu, and then I think I wanted to do MMA this whole time, like purple belt. I was like, okay, I want to do MMA, but once uh. Jiu-Jitsu just started getting more popular, like more shows started to come out, and then um, so everything like that. So I was just like, man, maybe I should just keep it's hard to walk this away way. from, right? I mean, it's hard to. Yeah. It's like it's it's booming now. It's like this. All of a sudden, it's like this this new thing. It's like everybody's starting to know what Jiu-Jitsu is. Yeah, these events are starting to pay money. You can make a living at just Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like all my friends back at home, like they're all starting to do jujitsu now that I haven't even like seen in years. And they're like, yeah, we're starting to do jujitsu now. I'm like, fucking yeah, badass. (laughs) (laughs) So do you train MMA at the same gym that you train? You're at Brazilian Fight Factory, correct? Yeah. And that's, Um, is that, and that's a gym that you started in, right? Which is kind of unusual to be at, right? You started at that gym and you got your black belt at that gym, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a little bit too, I think. yeah so i pretty much i train like i started as a white belt with my professor rodrigo and then he's brought me all the way through black and then he's kind of like just kind of like guiding me and stuff telling me what i need to do what i need what, all that and i do like pretty much i because there's no mma around here in, in uh, austin it's like all in dallas and houston and san antonio mm-hmm. but more dallas and houston so I just do like I have a couple of guys who used to do MMA and I have and I have like a, a couple of guys I work with and I just do a lot of drills on my own and then I uh, I go to like a I go to like a stand up to do like Muay Thai. I'll go to this place called Ambush and mm-hmm. and then I go to San Antonio because they, they got some like tough guys, like stand up guys over there who like fighting glory and everything like that. So oh, like wow. I'll go I drive to like San Antonio at least like once a week just to get my hard rounds in and then um and then i'll like rally a bunch of people from like port hood or san antonio and they're like kind of like we're all like meeting together so we just we're like in a room together and we'll just be sparring and things like that so yeah yeah that's my that's my plan right now what's the so so that plan what is that plan is it like bellator ufc i mean you, you want to go all the way with this yeah i can't see why yeah, not I, but yeah, I've, I've had like, like, like I've always like mentally, I've always like prepared myself. Like, I want to go far in the MMA. Jiu-Jitsu was never really a plan for me until like it happened. I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. But um, yeah, I mean, for right now, it's definitely go to like a high level in MMA and see how far I can get. Yeah, you have a great advantage with having wrestling and Jiu-Jitsu. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you got incredible cardio. Everybody knows that in, in the jiu-jitsu community. And I mean, on top of that, you know, you're building your hands and you have good hands. I mean, well, I mean you, like you know, the base, I mean, the base, yeah, the base is, is like every great champion think, has had. Well, I, not I think, every I think 70% of the current UFC belt holders right now, their primary discipline was wrestling, was wrestling. or jiu-jitsu. Yeah. yeah, man, that's wrestling. crazy. Yeah. So yeah. In in your gym right now, are there are there other guys that are kind of following your lead and following you into MMA? Is it kind of, you know, hey, let's do um, what Cody's doing? 
Yeah, I mean, I think once I, like, I'm always training, like, even after, so, like, pretty much what happens is, like, I'll teach or I'm in a no-gi class, and then after no-gi, I'm like, all right, now time to do MMA, so I'll just start doing MMA rounds, and yeah. then, like, people will just strap up shin guards, gloves, MMA gloves, and I'll just do, like, a couple rounds, and then, um, but, yeah, a lot of people are starting to kind of get the itch in the gym now, like, yeah. uh, I have, like, my little buddy, uh, Andrew Tackett, he's just dying now like, <laughs> the last fight he's like man, no, I can't do it. yeah <laughs> like, do you chain with all 30 tackets right i think there's about 30 of them right yeah <laughs> like, just about how many are there three or four of them i've lost count is it i know three or... i know two william andrew <laughs> yeah. and yeah they have william andrew uh and then they have caleb and he's the youngest like little brother yeah and then they have like a, they have a sister she's like the oldest one but she she used to do jujitsu i guess but oh, she yeah. do it she's yeah. the oldest she's out of, of of all the kids yeah oh wow yeah that's pretty that's, neat yeah well there's a couple but, there's a couple families i mean you got the rotulo brothers yeah, yeah. and then you have uh nicky rod who's bringing his little his little brother that's looks like he's brother. training a lot yeah you know well and then you have you know gordon and then nicky and then but Again, well, that that would have been a great. I mean, it's a great story as it is, but imagine the sister was like a champion too. Oh yeah, that'd be sister, cool. three brothers. You know, she could have the house right. belt. You don't know. What about what about William and well, Caleb's too small, right? So, but what about uh, Will? Uh, Will is he is he looking to do MMA or is he? Nah, he's he not. Yeah, I think like MMA is like you have to have kind of like a mentality for it. Like you have to be kind of like mean and like you want to have to hurt someone. <laughs> I don't yeah. think he's that. Like he's like the nicest person. Yeah. So he'd be really good at MMA, like if he wanted to. But I think like he's like you have to want to do MMA, and if you kind of don't want to do it, you shouldn't do MMA. You yeah. know. Does he does he ever throw on the gloves and and spar with you? No, he know. just he just kind of like sits on the side and then he'll like watch and then. He gives me like a lot of advice from the outside, like the jujitsu part of it, because he's pretty, he's he's really smart. Like he like we watch UFC all the time. And yeah, he can he'll study it. You know, he likes it. He just doesn't like to fight people and punch people. You guys have come up pretty much come up together, right? I mean, for, I think he you did you ever train at another gym or you were just always at at Brazilian Fight Factory? Uh, I was just always it was just always me, and then eventually they they came over. Like we ended up meeting each other uh, back back when, and uh, then we kind of linked up a little bit. And then I was like, I went and trained with him, and then after that, I was like, you should come try my school. And then yeah. he just loved it. You guys, I, I was watching. Uh, I was I don't know if you heard when we were trying to get connected. I said I had like flow grappling on for the last couple of days in the office, just on the screen, and I, I watched your podcast that you did with with flow and 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 him. You guys are pretty tight. I mean, you guys, you guys are really close. Right? I mean, you do, we all, you know, we all know we developed these relationships in the gym. But you guys have been together how many years now? Man, I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that guy is like, he's like my brother, you know. So yeah. I, he's he's more like family to me than anything, you know. Like, if I didn't have him, I don't even. I definitely like my jujitsu would be good, but it wouldn't be where it is uh, yeah. today without him and the and his brother, you know. But. He he's helped he's helped me a lot, and he's also he just made me a better and nicer person too. He's yeah. a really nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> Softened you <He's>, up. <laughs> yeah. Let's go back to the backflips. I want to know where those backflips came from. When did that start? Was that just something you do in the gym that you played around with, or I mean, do you like drill that? Like I'm going to do this in this this next competition. I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, like when I'm in the gym, like we kind of get like really like. Higher. Like sometimes we'll do like specific training, like who can score first and things like that. And like, 
I don't know, like people around the gym, they just start getting loud. People go, hey, they start yelling and you start scrapping in there. And I'll just do a bunch of bunch of random crazy movements and scrambles. And nice. I don't know, like I never like I never practice them. I never drill them. I just I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of there's a nice, there's a cool mat. There's a lot of crowd. There's a big people. There's all these lights like I'm going to throw it back. Yeah. <laughs> He's you've said that before in previous interviews. He's like, if I'm getting paid, he said it a couple of times. If I'm getting paid to be somewhere and there's lights and there's a nice stage, yeah, I'm gonna give them a show. Like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out there. I don't want two guys sitting there stalling. No, man, that's the worst. And, yeah, those are those are not the fun events. Dude, you definitely do. Win or lose, your your fights are fun to watch. You know, uh, thank you. Hands down. Yeah. yeah. Are you are, are you getting calls from any organizations yet? I mean, you only have a couple fights in, right? I uh, one pro, pro fight in Fury. Did you do Did you do a, a bunch of amateur fights locally first, or? Well, I'm still, uh, I'm still amateur. Okay. Right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So like, I pretty much like the, my, my plan, like how I'm doing it right now is, um, just, I've did like a couple of smokers and I did a Muay Thai tournament, like a kickboxing tournament. What's a smoker? Then, Should I know what a smoker is? Smokers like, like if you like end up, you go to a gym or you go to somewhere and then it's like, you guys are going like you guys, there's like people around and then it's like, it's not a fight, but it's a fight. And, like, <laughs> I was like. Okay, so like I remember, like I went to this smoker, and then they're like, "All right, guys, just remember, we're just you know, it's just pretty much like practice, but you know, we kill each other." Okay, all right. And like I get, I get to the place, and it's like we're in a cage, and I have gloves on, and I have shin guards, and there's all these people just surrounding the cage, and I'm like, and then this guy throws like a spinning heel kick to my face, I'm like, okay, yeah, fuck that, we're going. Yeah. They call that a smoker, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I've never heard no. of it. I, I thought that yeah. would just be like a gym, like a gym, uh, you know, not like a gym, like where they do a gym takeover. In but my like mind, I saw like a, uh, like a, a bunch of people out in a field. Yeah. At like a, you know, uh, what's the word? Like a, a bonfire. Yeah. Like something like that. Like, hey, we're all going to meet out here. Yeah. We're going to have a cage. It's like uh, Thunderdome. You know? Man, yeah. it's like, like Thunderdome. The kids could go on some rides over here. There's some food trucks over there. Smoking. Yeah. No. <laughs> his is more like, you know? a, his is more like a secret kumite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's what it felt like. Yeah, like that must have been right. awesome. <laughs> it's like Thunderdome. Yeah. <laughs> so now, what do you prefer now? I know you, you've done some, well, you were, did you, you were a combat jujitsu champ, yeah. right? Or are you still? You have a belt? Um, yeah, yeah. And which organization is it? Is it Eddie Bravo? Is it Eddie's? Yeah, it's uh, Eddie Bravo's, like EBI Combat Jiu-Jitsu. Okay. I have a question about Combat Jiu-Jitsu. Fire away. All right. So you've you felt MMA fighting hands hit you, and Mm -hmm. you felt Combat Jiu-Jitsu, like Jiu-Jitsu veterans hit you, or like dudes have been doing Jiu-Jitsu a very long time. What hurts worse, a body shot from a trained striker? Or an open hand slap to the gut from a jujitsu black belt? I would say getting hit in the stomach, getting punched in the stomach. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like a big, a big, uh, a big like little loophole that people forget sometimes. I mean, even sometimes I forget it. It's like people start head hunting too much, but yeah. you start hitting the body, it starts to like break them down. You know, even if they have great cardio, if you, bra- if you like hit them in the body yep. once, like, it- Shuts all the lights and shuts the system down. Yep. Also breaks. Uh, it also breaks their hands too. They'll start. They'll start defending it. So you could just fake to the body and go to the head too. So it opens up the head shots yeah. too. Oh yeah, for sure. I all love day. body. I'm a huge body shot fan. 
Yeah. yeah. I'm going to get your shirt that says that. I am, I am. Body shot fan. Body shots only. But body shots in Florida means Bro, something different. Body, body, <laughs> body shots only.com. Yeah. Don't go there. Body shots are useless on me, bro. They're useless on me. Okay. Yeah. So... <laughs> Let's go back and talk a little bit about your relationship with the coach. I mean, when you're with, you know, you're, it's very rare. I said it before. It's very rare that you're with a, a coach that long. Tell us about your relationship with the coach. Again, I have heard you guys talk about it a little bit, but, but tell us about that, that relationship. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I, was, uh, I definitely cannot be doing anything without him. I mean, like, I remember like being like, when I just started doing jujitsu, he was like, okay, so like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I mean, like, I want to do MMA. I want to like beat some ass. And like, he was like, all right, well, you gotta like, you know, you gotta like hold on and stuff. He's like, at least wait to like a purple belt and things like that. And he's kind of like, I like hung out with him a lot too. So he's like, he's taught me like so many things of just how to be a man and like how to do everything, you know, like how to talk to people and be respectful. Um, he's done all that and he, he's kind of like guided me through this whole journey and he still is. Um, but he was one of the ones cause I never went to like college or anything like that after I was like telling him like, Hey, I want to go sign up for community college and then go get a job because you know, oh, that's what no. I why would you want to do that? Don't do that. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> and he, uh, and he was telling me, he's like, you know, you, you, you're, you're good at jujitsu. He's like, you know, you, if you just commit to this like a real job or commit to this like if you're going to the university and then when you get a black belt you know the doors can open for you you know so like you can make a living out of this i was like all right and then i just kind of like listened to him i just treated it like if it was my job like every day i had to wake up in the morning go do like some conditioning or i'd have to like wake up go to jujitsu class and then train again at night and I just, yeah, I just treated it like my job. Like he kind of definitely opened up my eyes about like being consistent at something for over the, like the years, eventually it'll pay off. And, you know, like if I didn't have someone like that telling me that I'd still be just like bouncing around trying to be like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do. And well, you so, came up like it was, you're in that sweet spot of, I, I don't know when you started doing some of the major competitions, but you're in that sweet spot of all of a sudden jujitsu took off. All these organizations started paying money. Third Coast Grappling, um, Kasai. WNO, Kasai. All of a sudden, yeah. right? I mean, when did when did you get like? When was the first time you got paid? At what belt did you first get paid to do a jujitsu event? Um, I think it was brown belt, maybe. I mean, like I got paid at like fight to win because I did like some purple belt matches, but it was yeah. like literally nothing. But like, and I still didn't even think of anything of it. And then once I turned brown belt, like the thing was like I felt like at the time. Uh, a lot of competitors were competing IBJF and I mean you just spend money going there and then you get a medal and then a cool t-shirt but most of like everybody was doing those tournaments and then even if you win the tournament they just look at the picture on the podium who's on the podium who's on the podium they don't even watch your fights so then like me and like William we were just like all right what do we what do we need to do like how do we how are we going to stick out what are we going to do and like i think like at the time there was like uh just all these little tournaments going on like through flow grappling or just um little brackets with cash prizes so we were just chasing the money and fighting on anything and everything that had money like the guys would be like all right if you can get over here then we'll pay you this much and then we're like all right so we just put our money together go fly over somewhere we go fight a couple guys win some money and then come back home and then we look for the next thing. And then that's all we did. We just kept, we were just chasing the money wow. and fighting. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. Give me one second, guys. I'm going to shout out these other sponsors. Uh, so we're going to start out with DD214 Fightwear, at DD214 underscore Fightwear, gear for the war on PTSD. Get 15% off your online order at DD214BJJ.com with code JJD. Uh, huge shout out to Flow and Roll, Flow underscore N underscore Roll on Instagram. Both got Flow and Roll shirts on yeah, today. Repping. Repping. Uh, get 20, oh, excuse me, it's 30% off right now. Yep. 30% off to the end of October uh, on for your online t-shirt rash guard or gi orders with code JJD. He's upped it. Okay. He's uh, basically coming out with a whole new line. Yep. So he's getting rid of all the old stuff. So, right. Uh, flowandroll.com, code JJD. But I always, I, I have to mention this every time. Go check out their Instagram and look at the custom geese, look like the custom rash guards mm-hmm. and, and the, the artwork that they do. It's amazing. I mean, yep. even the stuff that we'll be able to buy just on T-shirts is amazing. But the custom work that they do, the, the very the specific. Embroidery, yeah. It's high quality. I mean, the artwork that they do is just amazing. That so, too, yeah. So check them out. Let them know the dummy sent you. Welcome to our newest sponsor, Feito IT and AV. Love the name, right? Yeah, man, Feito. Feito. <laughs> they specialize in commercial and residential automation. They actually put the alarm system in my house. Um, friends with the guy. He's a, he's a client of mine at the old company, so uh, we become friends. He's uh, coming in. <laughs> he's, why he's, <laughs> he's, I, don't, I don't know if Cody Cody couldn't hear that. Yeah. Uh, he he's coming to. to I've like asked him to do some other things for the garage, so he's coming out to put some more stuff in. But um, if you're a gym owner and you need to put, especially in this this current environment. Uh, if you need to put some some cameras in your gym, he's the guy to call. That's so right. just uh, call Frank over at Feito. Check out their Instagram at Feito, IT, and AV. And, uh, again, let them know the dummy sent you. All right? Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, share wherever you're watching or listening. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to click the bell. Get notifications each time we post a new video. All right? Cool? All right. Thank you, Cody. The cow. <laughs> hey, everyone. Thanks for watching. If you're enjoying the show, please help us thank our sponsor at Fight Back CBD. We couldn't do this without them. Head over to their website at fightbackcbd.com. Check out their growing line of CBD products and find the solution that's right for you. That's fightbackcbd.com. And get 20% off your purchase with discount code JJD. Also, check them out on social media at fightbackcbd. Now back to the show. <laughs> Bro, I listened to that. Spanish I don't know if you could, you're picking up all the comments in the background, Cody, but uh, there was just a mooing sound. I heard that. <laughs> you heard that one. Right? <laughs> so, so let's go back to to your your relationship with the, your coach. He's in, he's been encouraging this entire time. He's like, do it. Held you back. Would you have been fighting when you were blue belt? Would you have like sought out MMA when you were younger if he didn't tell you like, listen, wait. Get your purple belt. Would you have done it earlier? Uh, probably, yeah. yeah. Like if nobody was guiding, because like also too, like I would, I had like a little bit of wrestling and a little bit of jujitsu, and then just like whatever I learned in striking class, which was not much, but just like if I was ever sparring with someone that was even fighting at the time, like they'd be like, "Damn, you're really tough," and then they'd be, like, "You should definitely do MMA," and then like I would have listened to those guys, you know. So yeah. he was like, wait till purple belt. And then I got to purple belt. And then it was like, and then when I guess I got to purple belt, that's kind of when things started to change in the jujitsu. And I was like, mm, okay. And then actually like the year I was thinking about going to MMA more at purple belt was when I met William. And then after that, like, I was like, damn, like this kid's good. And then me and him just started training more. And I felt like my jujitsu started like progressing a lot uh, faster. Cause at the time, 
when we were training or when I was just training, I had like just my professor and he's like, he's like 215 pounds. And, and then at the, and then besides him, we had like a lot of masters. So we had like a lot of older guys, heavier guys. So nobody was like boloing me at the time and like doing inverted de la Hiva, spider guard. And when I met William, he was more just of a guard player and he was doing all that. He was doing bolos and all that. Like he was actually showing me like a bunch of crazy jujitsu. So like, then I started to, I started to like learn again a lot more through that just because I had a good sparring partner like that. And then we just, like, I just stuck with that. And the next thing we know, I was black belt and I was like, dang, all right, well. And how old are you now? That. When did you get, when did you get your black belt and how old are you now? Uh, I'm 26 right now and uh they and i think i got my black belt at like 24 or 25. yeah okay yeah because it was it was right before like i think like the kasai match mm -hmm. yep and he got his black belt that was one of his big that day you couldn't have been a black belt at a more perfect time yeah I mean, it's yeah. like this is like a new wave you're like a new wave pioneer you know like only if you're in jujitsu you know about you know helio hickson yeah. you know <laughs> you know about even their kids like henner and and yeah. all of them, you know what I'm saying? But like now, this is like where it's not like, like a lot of casual jujitsu, yeah, uh, fans. But those, yeah. if you're casual, it's like you're watching MMA. You're watching well, they're, Bellator, they're, they're you're start, watching UFC. They're starting to mix it in, you yeah. know, because like now, now the UFC is on ESPN and sometimes on ABC, right? And that's on public television. Yeah, like everybody's got ESPN and ABC, yeah, right? And and. They're like, oh, who's this? Oh, the fights are on. And they'd be like, oh, who's this? And be like, oh, that's Megaton's daughter. And they're like, and she's really good at jujitsu because her father's really good. Everybody knows we're talking about Mackenzie Dern, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, then they then they go from that and they go like, well, Megaton does jujitsu and she's this good. Who the hell was that guy? And then, and then they they like it sends them that way. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they start they'll notice a pattern if they start liking the sport. Like yeah. even that's how people found out about jujitsu in the first place was the UFC. You know. How will you keep on? How many more fights will you do at amateur before you go pro, or is that not even worried about it yet? Um, I don't know. Like, it. I'm just gonna take it fight by fight. I mean, when I first started doing it, before I did any fights, I was like, oh, I want to go like eight no or something. Like, I want to do eight fights. But then my coach is like, you know, honestly, I don't think that you're gonna do that. He's like, you probably will just do three and like, you just do three fights and just be ready to go. Or you might do four, maybe, you know, maybe five, like, but it, it just, uh, he said, it just depends on how I feel or how I in the cage and, and things like that. I, uh, so I'm not sure. I mean, this next fight, I'm gonna, I felt like my last fight, I just felt like I was just gonna beat the guy. So like I just had a lot of confidence in there. And then once I kinda felt him, I was like, Okay, I, I know I'm gonna like beat this guy. So I didn't I just kinda like threw I felt like I only did like twenty percent of what I could do, like especially with my striking. Like I just started like trying to take his head off. And normally in, in like like uh when I'm like sparring or like fighting, like I'm like hitting the body, kicking the legs, teeping, like throwing like jabs and that fight, I was just throwing like overhands, 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 overhands. So I think once I kind of can like control myself a little bit more, um, I think I'll, I'll I'll make a switch over. But I feel like this next fight, I'll I'll be able to control and pick them apart. I'm curious about the inversion board. You have I just got an inversion board recently. It's a couple of months. I just started using it. Uh, I had it in the house. Didn't really use it. What's your what's your like recovery program? And is that a big part of it? I'm curious if I should be using it more. Um. Yeah, I use this sometimes. I I do a lot of um, 
I do a lot of foam rolling. Like yeah. foam rolling helps me the most. Like because I, I I retrain it all the time. So like yeah. my like something on my body, like my leg, my back, something's always connected to something. Like my shoulders are always jacked up. So like I'm always like rolling my lats out, lacrosse balling my my lats, my back, my uh like I do like a lot of so right and and just rolling my legs out. Like that's honestly the best. And then if you can never do like ice baths, like ice baths help a lot too. I heard about There's that. Like, yeah, yeah, I I, I pre I can't do an ice bath, but I preach cold showers after I train. Well, you'll pop like, your yeah. Ice bath after jujitsu. If I work out, if I'm doing weights or something like that, that's usually a hot shower. Like very specifically, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. I feel uh, like I mean I know it's just a cold shower. It's like I have it's, never done an on. ice bath, it's, but I know that it helps me. So I could only imagine what the cryo yeah. or the ice baths really do. You're taking me. a Florida cold shower, which is way different. Cry- yeah. <laughs> cryo is a whole hey, You grew up level. in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> you know how cold the pipes get yeah. in the wintertime. Yeah. It's always cold. Yeah, yeah it's, it's always cold. On yeah. The ground. yeah, we had like the well in the backyard. Yeah, like, uh, that's super cold like, water. Yeah, they, your own well. You know, we, you got, into the well. we got tropical cold water here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What else, what else do you do for recovery? So foam roller, inversion, uh, ice bath. Do you like? Are you like a supplements guy? Or are you like you know taking everything under the sun? I should be like better about <laughs> <than supplements. laughs> like I'm so bad at it. Like I don't like I'll drink protein shakes sometimes, or I'll drink um, like BCAs. I try to drink BCAs. Like if I come home, I'll at least like throw some BCAs in, and then I'll like I'll just chug it down just get rid of it and then yeah. that's about it but what what i've been doing lately is like i go to there's this place called like uh restore and um they hook me up really really good there so like a lot of times like i'll go there they have like norma Techs and they have uh um they do like ivs and stuff so like i'll just like nice. if i'm like dying i'll just throw that. an iv on and i'm good yeah I wanted to do an IV. I the, wanted to do yeah, a, the vitamin ID yeah. or just the hydration. No, I don't. I'm not balling like that. <laughs> you don't need it unless you're Is it you're really critical. that quick, Cody? Is it really that, like, hook me up to get an IV and, like, you feel like a different person? Yeah, just, like, it depends what, like, I get. They have a bunch of different type of, like, cocktails back there. But I just only do the one that's, like, recover, which they put, like, glutamine and, like, zinc and things oh, like that's that. Good. and yeah it, it helps I, I think it helps a lot like sometimes like i'll do it in the middle of the week and i'm like already feeling beat up and then all of a sudden like it's friday and i'm still training like pretty decent so i'm like all right cool you feel like if you do it like on a wednesday you're still feeling those effects for a couple of days it's not yeah, just like i gotta like, do it every day yeah, yeah. yeah i'll do it just once and then like i'll feel it like for at least like three days i'll feel pretty good and then i'll wait like maybe like a week and a half or something before if i decide if i want to do another one but i I, I don't like getting like the needles in my arm like that part sucks but yeah i do like feel better because yeah. like sometimes i'll like just forget to hydrate like i'll drink water and i'm like okay i'm good and then i'll eat <laughs> and then i'll just i'll just forget to drink a bunch of water but if i take an iv and I'm, I'm pretty sad yeah man what about what about like weight training is that part of your I, i'll do like lightweights and i feel like it helps me recover but yeah. like i i'm I don't I try not to go too heavy because I'm already uh, pretty heavy. I'm like 230. So yeah. like putting on mass at, at 48 is not what I'm looking to do. You know, I want to trim. Yeah. But do you, uh, yes, I know that you work out, but how does that work into your, your jujitsu and your MMA schedule? Um, I just, I do, I, I like, I love doing weights. Weights is like, like one of my favorite things to do. It's almost like a kind of like a therapeutic thing for me. 
Um, I've had to like adjust it a little bit though, as of lately, just cause like my goal is like, or my, my goal is like, I'm going to like fight at 55 once I switch over to pro. Mm-hmm. So like, if I just keep lifting weights, I'm like getting bigger and bigger and, yeah. and I don't want to like do that. So a lot of the times I do a lot of like, I'm trying to do like a more like calisthenic type workouts, like a lot of pushups, pull-ups. Uh, I got like ropes in the uh, rubber bands in the garage. And then um, I'll just do like, if I do lift weights though, I lift like, like you said, I'll lift light weights and I just kind of like move and get it like, a, it's like a circuit training type deal. Nice. Cause I'll kind of hit like every muscle group that I can, like legs, back, chest and everything. And it's just like lightweight and I'll just like hit everything and then I can go move on and then go do some jujitsu or something. Yeah. Full body workout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got, we got a couple of listener questions. I'm going to let uh, Miguel throw a question at you right. from uh, the post today. I usually do these like a week ahead of time. So we, we used to just do like two to three podcasts a month. But I quit my job Woo-hoo. to do more podcasting, yeah. <laughs> to do what I love. And uh, yeah. so now we're doing it once a week. So it's a little, I got to get my schedule down better. But normally when I schedule somebody, it was like three weeks out, a couple of weeks of like posting for questions. So we only got the post today, but we, we did get a bunch. Yeah. So take it away, Miguel. Yeah. I'm going to take the lowest hanging fruit, Go ahead, which is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite submission? Um, well, who yeah, asked? Hey, we we got to we got to tell him who who asked. Oh, that's uh oh, come on, man. That's everything that's dotted. <laughs> Eat it from behind. Yeah, yeah. Flo- 55. Floris Glangenel. Okay, good. All right, go ahead, Cody. What's your favorite what was it favorite move? Favorite submission. submission. Favorite, favorite submission. submission. Mm, I would say like guillotine or like or taking the back and choking. Yeah, I'd say taking the back and choking is my favorite. Yeah. Are you uh, uh, when you when you're in the gym because we see you fight in the gym, pull guard, takedowns. Mm, Which guy are you? It depends. Most most of the time, I like to wrestle and like take people down. But yeah. if I'm like if I don't got any like tournaments or anything coming up, then I'll pull guard most of the time and I'll play like bottom game and try to like work on everything that's not that good. Yeah, some some no gi matrix stuff. Yeah, right. So you're. In the gym, I mean, you're you're you do fight with it's it's like kind of crazy how you get like so so many elite guys in one place, right? So I don't know. I mean, I know you. I know the Tackett brothers. I'm not sure if you had any other big names in the gym that I should know about. But what's it like training with those guys? And is there ever? I'm always curious. Like, is there ever a fear? Because you guys were at the same weight for a while, right? Or, or pretty close to it. Were there ever times that you had to do local tournaments where you wound up being in the finals together, where you had to fight each other? Uh, like me and me and William. Yeah, well, yeah you and Will. Well, uh, I'm calling him Will, like I know. No. Yeah, hey, hey, Will, you know, buddy, Will, William, William. Um, Mr. no, there was one time like we went, we did this tournament, and it was it was a gi tournament, and it was like a ticket to go to to Guam for like Mariana. It was like Mariana's Open, okay. And like William was a blue belt at the time, and I was like I just got my brown belt, and he was still blue belt because he couldn't be a purple belt yet because he was still like too young, and we did this tournament and like you got to to win the to win the ticket you have to win like gold in your division and then you have to win uh the absolute as well so like i ended up winning my division and then going to the absolute and then william fought some guy he he lost to this dude i don't know i don't remember how i think it was like by points or something and then he ended up that guy ended up not even doing the absolute so he went william went jumped into the absolute and then we ended up being on different sides and then we met in the finals. But 
they say like in IBJF, like if you're caught having a picture or whatever, wearing like a brown belt and you're a blue belt or whatever, or a purple belt, like you can't like compete till you're actually a brown belt then, you know? So then there was like, he couldn't really go to the tournament if he wanted to. So then I just ended up having to like beat him for it. But I put him, I put him in a, I put him in a straight footlock. So, you know. Wait, so I, I, I kind of got lost on that. So he wasn't allowed to do the Guam fight. So even if he did win, he couldn't go. Yeah. Because of his belt rank? Yeah. Oh, wow. He had to be a brown belt. They, they just let him jump into the bracket because they're like, he was like, well, can I just go into the bracket? They're like, oh, okay, sure. Whatever. He like put a brown belt on and then like fought. But like then when we took the picture, he couldn't like, it's even if he like won the whole thing, they'd be like, all right, you can go to the tournament. But then if he went to the tournament, they would have taken a picture and he would have had a brown belt on and then he would have got screwed. And then he wouldn't have been able to compete in IBJF or anything like that till brown belt. Yeah. You got to think about your career. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I never thought about that. We got another question for you. Another one. We got a few. Another one. Let's see. uh, I feel like I know the answer to this one. What helped you progress faster in jujitsu than others? And that one was by uh, Anthony Wonton. Nice. <laughs> um, I, mean, I think it could go a bunch of different ways with that. I mean, I would say like if you're like a white belt and you like want to be like and you want to like grow and get good. I mean, obviously you got to train a pretty good amount. Like one training once once a week's not going to do it, or twice a week's not going to do it. I'd say at least you know four to five times a week if you want to see like quick progression. Um, I always tell people that like like when i tell the white belts that they want to get good i'm like find you know find a submission find a sweep that you're just really good at so if you're really good at triangle chokes be really really good at triangle chokes so like if you can get triangles from everywhere from mouth from your back from standing from side control just get them everywhere just know that you can finish it so then it's like if you're a white belt but you have like a blue belt level of triangles you know you can always pull that card out you know when you're fighting in a tournament you might be losing you know eight to zero in a white belt tournament but if you got that triangle choke that you've been practicing if you know you can throw it on and lock it on you know you can finish it you know and then if you go to blue belt you should be like a purple brown belt level at the triangle already and stuff but you know like yeah it kind of goes everywhere you know and obviously just you just got to be consistent and that's like the biggest thing i think is just being consistent with everything if you're going to train you know you got to train every day and all the time is that what helped you you know be kind of above the rest was it just your dedication from like the beginning of the story when you when your coach let you know you know like hey man treat this you started treating it like a job and then you felt yeah. like that's what helped you yeah i think that's just the key you know like i think that's like a, a huge major key for uh for like if you want to be good at anything is you just have to be consistent and it's the same thing like i eat around pretty much the same food i wake up around the same time i train and it's every day you know it's never like a day off or something unless i'm sick like i'm always always consistently every day yeah. doing the same and you're you teaching know? too yeah i was gonna say mm-hmm. you teach in that school you teach in your school yeah. you've got mm-hmm. like a set schedule for classes like those are my yeah. classes you teach so, kids adults everything yeah i used to teach the kids and then i finally got released from the kids class <laughs> i like kids i just it's hard to like train, lift weights, train hard, and then come back to the gym and then rally up the little kids. And I'm like, oof. Yeah, I bet it's tough. It's, it's tough work. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I have a question kind of related to you teaching. You know, 
Uh, cause like you came up, you know, you had a mentor and now you're teaching. Um, mm -hmm. like, do you, do you, like, do you get like, like a, a satisfaction from teaching first? And then second of all, do you learn anything when you're, you know, rolling with a student, especially like you said, there's a lot of, uh, guys who are like, you know, like my age, like 36, 37, okay shape, not the best cardio, you know, got a wife, kids, job, you know, the casual, uh, like, do you, do you find yourself learning from them? And then also, do you find, uh, what was the first thing I said? I forgot. I don't know. Yeah. That was a long ass question. Sorry, man. <laughs> Just kidding. So it, it was, yeah. uh, do you feel like you learn from, from your, your students? Students. Yeah. You know? yeah. Is there so, somebody, do you have yeah. somebody that, you know, like, yeah, man, when I roll with that kid, man, he's, he's, he's the next one. He's going to be the next Cody. He's going to be the next William. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I definitely, uh, I, I like to teach just cause it makes me better as like, just like a person who can understand position better. Um, so I, I'm always down to like teach. And then also, yeah, I, I, I learned from all of my students. Like it's, it's crazy. Like I have like a little 14 or he's 14 now. He was just 13, but he's, he's, his name is Jackson and he, he's so good. Like he's like a little boy but a black belt it's insane like he, yeah. can go wow. he does he does bolos he does he does all that and then on top of that he does we do striking and stuff together and he actually like teaches me striking too like he's yeah. he shows me because he watches like all he's just all he's a homeschooled kid he just watches fighting watches jujitsu like, like studies tape it's it's crazy so like he knows he, and he's very like his, his skills are like very high it's, it's pretty crazy that's awesome to to take nothing away from your skill set, your drive, and what you've accomplished, do you think that guys like the, like the Tackett brothers have helped you elevate your game? Do you feel like you're in a in a better place because you've had such tough training partners? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like they they were able to give me looks that I was not really able to like kind of get you know before that. Uh, they because I remember I used to go to tournaments and I'd like I'd start fighting these guys and they put me in De La Hiva. And they'd be boloing me and I had no idea how to like defend it. So like on the fly, I'd be like figuring it out in the tournament. Like I was like, okay, I don't know. And then I just make adjustments. But like once they came over, they were able to like put me in bolos. They were going for leg locks. They were doing straight leg locks. They were just doing everything, triangles from everywhere. So like that was that like opened up my brain a lot more for uh to like just how to approach a, the game of jujitsu and how to fight and defend off things and then kind of also like make my game how it is now what's your favorite are you more of like a, a, a gi or no gi in the daily training um right now since i've been doing mma i don't really train in the gi that much i do i train in the gi like once a week um you teach but... in the gi or do you do your classes that you teach is it all yeah. gi yeah. is it no gi a mix uh, it's a mix. I teach more no gi classes, but I do teach a gi class. Um, I like to I like to train in the gi, but I don't really like to compete in the gi. It's tough out there. It's yeah. tough out like, there. <laughs> it's God. like an extra weapon. You don't the the the, the gi grips, itself is the grips are real. Yeah, right. I think yeah. I I would think, and I'm just kind of thinking about this out loud. And maybe I've heard other people say this, but I mean, you you Matt, you know, you see those jujitsu fingers on these old timers. To have to like put those in gloves and hit people, and then you're getting them all mangled up in the gi as well. It's not a good like. You're not gonna be able to do both. Your your fingers yeah. and your hands are gonna get fucked up really quick. Yeah, in my hands, like honestly, I don't really have very I don't have strong hands or a strong grip. So like, I'll hold the gi and this one will rip it out, and I'm like, all right, 
<laughs> you can have it. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get a let's get another question. I think we had like five, four or five listener questions. All right, so progress submission. Oh, uh, this is from Flores underscore 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 UFC. Uh, what was your motivation to start jujitsu, and what keeps you going? Uh, boxing glove emoji, strong arm emoji. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get those emojis. Hey, it's in there, bro. The question mark would have so sufficed. What's my motivation to keep doing jujitsu? Uh, no. Uh, what was your motivation to start jujitsu, and what keeps you going? Like, what keeps you still motivated to keep doing jujitsu? Mm, it started for me was just honestly, it was just one was either to jump into MMA or two. It was kind of like more just to keep me in shape because I just like lifting weights and everything is cool. But like, I don't know, like if you're rolling and wrestling and like training like that, like it's like the best type of workout yep. you can get so that's what kind of started it but to keep my motivation for it it's just i just have a lot of big goals and a lot of dreams that i'm trying to chase and and they all seem to fall in through jujitsu so that's good that's a great answer mm. give him the last question go ahead is there's one more yeah I think so, so many questions <laughs> it's a show. We're making, we're making Miguel earn his keep this yeah, week. Yeah, I know, man. It's All this show, bro. I feel like my like my kids sometimes. They don't Let's want to read ever. Keep uh, entertained. Manuel Garcia underscore twenty one. Ask him what move, combo, or technical detail made his jujitsu much more effective in completion and in the gym. That's I think, a big I think that's like what's your favorite move? <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite move? What's the thing that you've worked on that's like your go to? The bread and butter. Yeah, what are you? Um, what are you cool about that? Choke a choke from the back. Like yeah. ever since you know, like when you say like their their chins down, but you can choke over the face. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I used to always just try to like slice underneath the chin, and it was just extremely hard. But now it's like if I can just get my arm across across the face, like we're good to go. You know. So, but there's like there's techniques to it. You know, like when you're on the back, you have to have the right angle. You have to have good um good position and everything on it so you can't just like rip the guy's face you gotta have like yeah. that good angle on it i like i like this one i like two fingers under the nose and you pull mm-hmm. them up or we give him a nice little forearm get it with the, get the nose with the forearm hold Wait, on my first i got i got i got a follow-up question <laughs> to the un, to the on the chin choke go ahead do you get mad if the guy said i tapped because it was a crank mm, no All i right. just <laughs> <laughs> I, just let, I just let him have it, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I think it. the only time somebody's gonna say that is like in the gym, like yeah, right? you go like oh, that was a crank. <laughs> yeah, I do like I do like the no stuff. My, yeah, my first. I used to do that at my the DMV coach. to the to the teller at the DMV. That was the only way I could get service under the nose. <laughs> <laughs> Bo admits assault. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> I had I had one more question. I think we probably talked about this a little bit. Um, just average training schedule. Forget about just the teaching. What's your schedule when you're when you like you know you have an event coming up? Mm. And, you know, jujitsu uh, tournament or or a, an MMA competition. I'd say like right now, it's just like a, it's like waking up in the morning. Um, it's like doing drills, either like some boxing drills or say like, say like my Tuesday, my Tuesday is pretty uh, full. And that's how like most of my days are. It's like I wake up, I'll go do nogi at 7 a.m. Um, and then after that, I 
will do uh i do some sparring with some guys some like kickboxing or some boxing mma type sparring and then around like 11 30 oh i got like more like competition no gi training and then after that i'll kind of like chill recover a bit and then 6 15 i got more like type competition type uh no gi training and then um after no gi training it's like mma rounds and then after mma rounds it's sprints or something something like that yeah i get tired listening to I'm that i'm exhausted too <laughs> my uh I, I go for my hour and, yeah. and our 30 minutes of of live sparring and i'm like <sighs> 30 minutes of live yeah. sparring yeah i'm like i'm out they're like hey guys you want to stick around and lift some weights i'm yeah. like i gotta go i got but, one leg out my wife's waiting for me that's, <laughs> the diff- that's the difference between uh the professional that's athlete the diff- yep between yeah. me and the, the elite i uh i gotta carve par- pumpkins after practice tomorrow oh yeah yeah i mean that sounds just, tough that's my schedule. That Carve is... pumpkins. Rough, Dude, I'm, I'm, rough life. I, oh, need, I... I need a defibrillator just getting one leg out of the bed. Yeah. I, I, get, I get tired coming down the stairs in the house. Down. Not even up. I get tired when falling. I'm coming down. You get tired falling That, down that last question was from Jamie Guardet, by the way. Uh, Jamie Guardet 9 uh, on Instagram. So I want to give him a shout out. Thank nine. you for uh, for the question. Nine. Um, the, uh, we, have, we have like one really big Big special question. I'm not even going to do like the, the whole drum roll. Every, yeah. Our listeners know the question, but <laughs> this is always a big one because you got to preface it with that one day a week. Yeah. <laughs> we right. we just had these, a lot of arguments about this when we started the podcast. It just became a thing. It's a very serious question. Yeah. So. It, it is. I, well, we, we probably made it more. <laughs> we made it into like a bunch of idiots asking this yeah. question. Do you or do you not wash your belt? Uh, I don't wash my belt. Oh, oh yeah. Sucio. Power's yeah. in the belt. So, I was a belt washer. I say was. I just was. got my brown belt like three weeks ago now. I haven't washed it yet. That's a big deal for me. I haven't washed it. Why don't you wash your belt? <laughs> um, I don't know. Okay, so like back, back then, because I used to compete in the gi all the time. So, I was training the gi all the time from about white to brown belt once i got my black belt i really didn't put the gi on that much anymore so like then i don't know i think i would just wear my belt i'd leave it at the gym so because if i took it home i'd most likely forget it and nowadays (laughs) it's like i just don't hardly train in the gi that much so i just leave it at the gym damn so i'm the last of the mohicans you you're you're washing i'm i'm gonna wash it i said i'll wash it once a month have you been tapped in your belt yet have I been tapped in my belt? By not by not Felipe. Uh, Felipe tapped me. Yeah, my coach yeah. tapped me to a to top pressure. Yeah, the other day, <laughs> but after, like it was like my it was Sunday open, a Saturday open mat. Yeah, last last roll, and he was just putting the pressure on. Yeah, and I was just like, Coach, I can't breathe. <laughs> Every, wow, that passion. was one. And Tom, who's been a brown belt for a couple oh, of years. Oh, t- Tom doesn't count. Tom, yeah. yeah. Tom, Tom is. Uh, he caught me in an armbar the day. He catches everybody in that. Yeah, he does a really, really click. He's quick, an, slick armbar. He, he rips arms off. So I, I didn't wash my belt. We had Wagner on a couple episodes ago, and I sat about a foot or two feet away from him, and and I felt ashamed when he told me. That I was wrong for washing my belt, so that's why I haven't washed my belt yet. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's what did he it. He made me. Feel, he made, he was he like uh, not angry. He, he was a great. It was a great interview before all the drama happened with fight sports. Um, it, it it made me feel ashamed. He looked at me like I 
why would you do that? Like if I was just like my jujitsu was all wrong because I because I washed my belt. So I just I, I felt I felt a little I was yeah. like, let, me, let me try this. Let me see how the other half lives. I'm taking I'm taking the my belt, my choice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my body, my choice, my yeah, belt, my choice. My belt, my choice. <laughs> You're yeah, crazy. I'm gonna wash that joker. <laughs> All right, Cody, listen, man. We really appreciate you coming on. Sorry about the little technical difficulties in the beginning, but uh, I'm glad we didn't lose a connection the whole time. So. This was spotless. All good. Amen. Let Ooh. me give you a chance. Uh, do you have any uh, sponsors you want to shout out or anybody you want to say hello to? This is your time. Yeah. Um, just want to uh, sp- uh, shout out to my sponsors, you know, uh, Level Black. They, uh, yeah, helps cool. me out a lot cool. he's uh yeah. he's always giving me gear I, I used to always have the problem where i was like man i don't have enough nogi gear i don't have enough this type of gear and he just throws it to me he's like here i don't want you to ever have that problem you know and then yeah. you know what if i'm traveling or something like that he's he's helping me uh all the way there you know he doesn't ever want me to like think about or stress out about that stuff before i compete so it's a big awesome. thank you to him and then 10 uh 10 shoes gear it's a boxing um company they're just starting and they are uh they're helping me a lot right now too as well and i just uh want to give them a shout out and also black belt nutrition they're these guys from uh they're out of guam and they are um they're starting like a protein bar uh business and yeah they've been showing me a lot of love and helping me a lot as well so shout out to them too so yeah yeah man they're investing they're investing in your future Cool. Well, that's awesome. That means they see something, man. That's good. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, listen hey. again. Thank you very much. We appreciate you. Can't wait to see your next fight. Good luck in the future. And we'll uh, we'll tag you when we put this out. We usually put this out like the following week, so this will come out okay. sometime in the middle of next week, Wednesday, Thursday. If Bo doesn't screw it up and um, yeah, and mess anything sure, up sure like is. he did today. If it's raining but, uh, in, in yeah. uh, if it's raining <laughs> anywhere in the world, it's my fault. Yeah. All right, Cody. Listen, we're gonna let you run. We're gonna do a little uh, some shout outs here, some housekeeping. But we appreciate you. Take care, man. Thank you for joining us. All right. Take All right. it easy. Thank you. Thanks for having Rest me. Up. It's a, All right, man. It's that was fun. Pretty cool. Yeah, man. Pretty cool dude, right? Yeah. He's gonna be a fucking beast. Yeah. He's gonna be uh, like an MMA beast. And I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd be, could, I'd be genuinely, yeah. I'd you be genuinely afraid to get in the in the ring with him. I really would. He seems like he's yeah, that's a so, solid focused you know he'd go yeah. in beat the shit i mean out you really got like it. if you saw him compete you'd be yeah. like oh and you also have zero mma experience like you i mean like you're not you're, yeah <laughs> i know how to shadow box bro <laughs> yeah. i know how to shadow you're gonna box. be seeing you're gonna be seeing shadows for about a week straight after you get in a ring with that I guy. Am, I'm basically one time i told Small somebody lights. like <laughs> yeah somebody t- introduced me it's like yeah he loves to box and i'm like i just hit the punching bag in my house I'm yeah like, i don't box and they were like, yeah, bags don't hit back. Oh, like, somebody said uh, that to you? Yeah, he was like a karate guy. Oh, God, like, no. I was like, really? Yeah. Well, you the, should see my bag. Instead of exercise, I'm not saying I'm going to get in the ring, you know? Yeah. That was a long time ago. But, um, yeah, like he, he's going to – you could – I mean, you could tell when you see him compete. I mean, he's yeah. he's, he's elite. He's already elite yeah. in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Well, black think, belt at 26, think, so. Yeah. He's been well, in 24. it. 24. High school, man. 24, that's right, 24, yeah. So, I mean, I see him – if he can say, it's always if you can stay healthy. Yep. I don't. It's not about the skill. He'll his you know, skills will will continue to get better, and he'll be he'll be somebody that'll somebody either break through Bellator to, to UFC or yeah. at least into Bellator. Somebody should definitely talk to him about about nutrition because doing the IV thing, you know, the IV thing's really um, reserved for those times when you're physically shot. Yeah. You know, and you just need that quick recovery. You need that booster. 
uh, compare, the maintenance me, you do. to be I able bet. to do the maintenance. Because I, I, I'm like him. I'm notoriously not a water drinker. Yeah. And that's so bad. You get dehydrated before you know it. Yeah. And that depl- chiropractor tells me all the time, boy, yeah. you're getting headaches during the day? Yeah. Water. It depletes water, you water, of water. vitamins because you got nothing to circulate those vitamins. So it ends up being excreted. So you end up depleting your body little by little by little. By little and before you know it, you're going to actually need an IV, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I like it, that. I want to try that. For him to do. Would you go try that? Have you ever done it? But do I've it only done. if you need it, though. Like if you need a B12 well, boost. I'm going to say on, on his, for him, for Cody. Oh, he's young we know right the training now, so that he goes. I mean, I'm training nah, three times a week, and I feel depleted. Yeah, he's training all day, every day. He's, he's it's, training it's three job. times a day. Yeah, it's his job. <laughs> yeah, and he's training. Like he's training other people, yeah. and then he's bro, training. How many? For, how know, many? For, how many coaches and professors have you talked to, bro? Those guys are in pain all the time. Yeah, and it's, a, it's I'm like, in pain all the time. Yeah, Again, yeah, yeah. I'm training three. Well, or four half of that, half of that might be a shortage of water and nutrition. Yeah, which and or age. Yeah, <laughs> age. No, and age. Up, age you know? Believe it or not, man, age is not that much. You'll see when you get an IV. All of a sudden, you're like, "Wow, I feel 12." No, but it's like you know, <laughs> you, you want to get a bad back, a slipped disc, a shoulder, a tear, your knee. That's the. It's not just hey, you're old and you're falling apart. It's. Yeah, I don't know. Up. Maybe, maybe the, you know, the falling apart part, though. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I, <laughs> I got twenty percent of an ACL. That it, got that, it was all downhill after 30 for me. Yeah. I I remember. Like, wow, it's harder to lose weight. Still and not I stopping. I can't get to though. the gym as much. Still not I'm stopping. I'm starting to work, you know, but I wasn't training jujitsu back yeah. then. It was just really more like weight training. And again, I always had a a, a punching bag hanging in the house. Yeah. I was in an apartment on the water in Fort Lauderdale and I had a my living room, no yeah. dining room table, punching you know, bag. You've you know. been to gyms before. Dude, you know, you know the old guy at the gym that has both Elbow braces, both knee braces. The, <laughs> Stay away from the, that guy. And the belt. Yeah. And he's like, he's like 80, and he's in there still just like doing yeah. shrugs Everything or whatever. Hurt. Everything hurts. He's still His in joints there. joints are all fucked. Still in there. And he's still training. Yeah. He love loves the pain. Yeah, I love yeah. those guys too, man. I love those guys. And then, then they're wearing the, the little uh, the yeah, spaghetti the thin, strap. Yeah, thin strap. Uh, the spaghetti, There's the spaghetti always strap tank. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You know, yeah, and then Gold's Gym. Yeah. They're at LA Fitness, but it says Gold's Gym. Yeah, they're know? repping. They're repping the gym they used to when they used to. You should have seen me when I was thirty. Nineteen thirty. Yeah, you're something. over there. You're over there. You're over there in Struggle City with like 180 pounds in there. I would, I would love to. I would love to try the IV just because I've never. I think other than Bro, it's going, not gonna, being it's, in the hospital, you know, I, I want to see how it feels. It's yeah. literally the opposite of it's going to kill you. Like whatever, let's just yeah. do it. See what it feels like. Yeah, no. Yeah, I want to give it a shot. You should give it. And an I love. IV. I'd love to do the cryo too. Yeah, that helps. Like, I know. Again, a cold shower makes me feel good after jujitsu, and I feel different the next day. I yeah. know that my body feels better when I do it. I know when I haven't done it how yeah. that feels. So I can only imagine a nice ice bath. Well, or cryo is like cryo. thirty seconds. Thirty seconds up to about two minutes because yeah. it's so cold you will actually go hypothermic There's in that yeah. time. Yeah, like you wear gloves and gloves, right? ear mitts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, you Might can get frostbite. And it's got to be like underneath your neck because if you, you a... if you if you smell that gas, like you'll pass out. Do oh, they really? give you yeah. a, a, a something to protect your ship? Yo no sé, that shit bro. will freeze right off. I, yo no sé. I yo, anybody know. out there in South Florida, tag us. Like tag us in how does, a place that you go to. Yeah, how does cryo work? Cryo and uh, what is it called? The, the IV. There's cryo. a ton what, of those. What are those? Yeah, what are, the, what are they called? Vitamin ID. Vitamin IVs, yeah. Booster shots. I'd love to get that I heard shot. about those from Rogan when he was touring with Chappelle because they like stay up all night and drink and yeah, smoke. Yeah, guys do them before the show. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then they would just like post up in the hotel room and the vitamin ID pe- IV people would come by. So that's like the wrong choices IV. Yeah. That's like, okay. Well, made or right bad choices. Deci- ba- made think, bad decisions. I need right an choices. IV. I saw 
uh, Marcelo Cohen when he competed in yeah. uh, was this uh, the last the Nogi in in, in Texas a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. He there was a picture of him with the IV in the in the hotel room. Why not? Yeah, I'm sh- I'm sure fighters. It's legal. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, for recovery, were, yeah. for like immediate recovery, if you're in competition, you got to do you know next well, day. Well, I would fight think again. you know I'm yeah, gonna be like might... I'm going to be competing in a couple of days, maybe doing it the day before. Yeah, really man. feel like your best before huh? sex or, or after need. or after uh, <laughs> cutting weight, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, Before yeah. the sex, you never have. Yeah. <laughs> to train too much, bro. <laughs> Look at him. He's you, two days out. He's suffering. Did you, uh, did you, you say you talked to uh, the travel guy? I haven't. I need to. I've had, I've had such a hectic, hectic week, man. You got my, you got my message of putting you guys together. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I got it. Bro, you got that? I was mm-hmm, reminded right? as soon mm-hmm. as I walked in and Super saw this cool, awesome right? thing. Yeah. Yes, I do. But where can we put this? We got to put this in the studio somewhere. I feel like we got to put like we'll a, probably like a hang bracket it under or the something. Sign. Yeah. No, hang it under the sign here. No, no, no. We put it under the sign here. Like Horizontal. Under there. Yeah, under there. Like, that. like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. That looks cool. And then uh, when you get your... We can like swap it out. So a little tilted. Yeah. You got to tilt it so it's surf shop-ish. Yeah. Kind of yeah. surf shop Like that? Yeah. I love it. There it goes. Yeah, we'll get I it mean, I really just want to piss off my wife and hang it in the living room at home. Don't do that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm going to email her that part of the episode. So yeah, that's at this tribal guy underscore... And you can check him out, his Etsy, his Etsy uh, store. You can check out Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash this tribal guy. So check him out. Let him know the dummy sent you. A little bit of housekeeping, guys. Uh, shout out to our podcast patrons, including our newest gym sponsors, uh, Carlson Gracie Winterhaven in Winterhaven, Florida, uh, CGWinterhaven.com, at Carlson Gracie Broward. underscore Winterhaven. No, no, we got, but we had two oh. of them. Oh yeah, that's and right. And we, I'm turning my phone to this. I remember yeah. what I did last time. Exactly, it was like, that's why I Carlson said Carlson Gracie Winter B Haven over there. <laughs> B Broward. Carlson Gracie Broward County in North Lauderdale. Big shout out to to Big J. Yeah, big Carlson shout Gracie Broward County at Carlson Gracie Broward County on Instagram. John Way over in Plantation. John Way Martial Arts at John Way Martial Arts on IG. Huge shout out to our patrons, our podcast patrons, Jebediah Barra, Robert Walker, Frank House, Bo Athletics. Check them out on IG at B-O-A underscore athletics. Michael Pixley Jr., Jason Smiley, Britt Tavar, CJ Carroll, Mission 22, Chuck Reddor, who was our last uh, winner. Oh, he got a $70 gift card to the podcast store and a bottle of CBD from Fight Back CBD. Does that does that podcast store uh, gift that was card our, that now was our, go on Flow and Roll to buy stuff? Or that or one was to the shop. To that the one shop. was to the shop. We still have the shop open, but okay. yeah, we're we're starting to uh, slowly move designs. We've got our the, the podcast logo yeah. on the Flow and Roll with the little FR FNR on the back. So yeah. very cool. So yeah, you can go to the uh, if you click on the little hamburger menu and then yeah. go to teams. Or actually, he wound up putting it out. Uh, when that you open the hamburger menu at the bottom, it says Jiu-Jitsu Dummies. Nice. So we've got one item there right now. Hopefully, we're going to do more. We're going to do some coffee mugs and mm-hmm. backpacks. Yeah. Just the, the drawstring backpacks. Yep. Because that's what I like to give out to the guests. So right. we'll have them on the store, but he'll give me them. It's cheaper than what we're doing now. Better quality. Yeah. And I'll be able to give out gifts to the guests when they're in studio. That's dope. So pretty cool. Dope. Um, all right. If you'd like to support the show, visit us. At patreon.com forward slash jujitsu dummies. Join and be automatically entered to win up to $100 in jujitsu swag every single month, what we were just talking about. Yeah, yeah. We'll take 
any of the questions that came in today, those people will go into that month's drawing Ooh. along with our podcast patrons. So it's everybody goes into a pool, and then we pick out one winner every month. Damn. Okay. Random winner generator. Look, hundred dollars in jiu-jitsu swag. Usually, it's a little bit more. You know, that's we've good. done geese. We've done flow and roll geese. We did those slow kimonos. Remember that's we right. Yeah, kimonos that was way back at in the, the day? beginning. That was those were like those were that was dope. that were, was that was like the best thing that ever happened. We went to there. an event and, and walked out. Every one of us walked all out with of a the geese from, <laughs> from a raffle. Yeah. Well, we I, I looked and, at. I'm, I'm a gambler by nature, you know. So it's like I looked in there. It was an empty like, bucket. It was an empty Tupperware, and won. I was like, "Milton, we got it." I went. I won I messed three. Up. I was giving. The I messed up because I told you. I saw it, and I was like, "Bro, I just put this money in there." Oh, you still got your name. I wasn't doing it because I wanted you to win. I was bragging. <laughs> <laughs> at I, wanted, I wanted all the geese. At least he's at honest. At Jiu-Jitsu on IG for, <laughs> all the, for all the ways to watch. Let me do that again. At, at Jiu-Jitsu Dummies, obviously, for all the ways to watch, listen, and support the, uh, the show. You can donate to our scholarship program. What we're going to be doing with the scholarship program is yeah. uh, we're going to slowly phase out the actual foundation, and the show is going to do a scholarship from now on. All right. Um, just a little bit easier for us to manage than managing a whole nother business under the foundation right right so we're going to let that go uh this year at the end of the year by the end of the year uh we're going to let the registration go but we're still going to do it and yep. we still have um third three uh the the little guy our, our first sponsor yeah uh bridger a uh, bridger walker so he's uh he's got like another month or two left on, on yeah. his uh on his sponsorship we and do then a recap. we're going to do another one and we'll uh we're, we're going to keep on awarding them we're, we're going to just we're going to award to Good people doing good things. Right. You know, wanted to focus on veterans, first responders, kids. But, uh, you know, the families of first responders. The families of right. like, right, we don't want to leave them out either. So we're going to do some cool things. We'll, we're going to we'll probably do one, pick one, like, right after the new year. So 2022, we'll have our first new uh, podcast, not foundation, but podcast-sponsored jiu-jitsu practitioner. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, check out our podcast store. It's still open, jujitsudummies.shop. Uh, Get 15% off with code JJD. Ranked rash guards, tees, backpacks, coffee mugs. Free shipping on orders over 50 bucks. Uh, we want to thank the Weedify Foundation for their support and all they do for the veteran community. Big up. They help provide therapeutic relief to disabled combat veterans through jujitsu. Check them out at We Defy Foundation on Instagram, and you can donate anytime at WeDefyFoundation.org. Another big shout-out. I don't even have my headache anymore. Yeah. Fightback CBD. Get 20% off your CBD order at FightbackCBD.com with code JJD. I had a horrible headache when we yep. came in. Horrible I put one. Fightback on a couple of times before we started. Actually, like the delay in the beginning was, yeah. was good for me because I got to put it on a couple of times, and I feel good. I feel loose. Loose. I might put some on yeah. before the car ride home. Yeah, man. It was, it's great, man. So uh, what we're talking then about is not. Then the not just, that he got. We're not <laughs> talking. <laughs> where are we? Which camera are we on, Bo? The freeze? Uh, that your, your CBD camera. roll on? Yeah, your camera. Yeah. The free, I'm talking about the freeze. I didn't just yeah, rub yeah. CBD oil on my yeah, neck. No. <laughs> Nor did freeze I. Freeze roll on. Roll on. It's freaking awesome. Um, I actually get headaches. It's one of the reasons I really wanted to leave my job. I told you before was I used to get headaches. Every day. Yeah. At the end of the day, hunched over desk. Right. So not only like changing my environment a little bit, but not having to be stuck at a desk for eight hours. Right, 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 right. I, but I, it still happens. It happened yeah. today. So Damn. this was awesome. I credit it. That and probably all the ibuprofen I took. 
Yeah, man. <laughs> but this this is this is awesome. I actually I I bring it home. I have another bottle at home. I actually yeah. they they did a sponsorship for Weedify at the gala. Right. So they did a Were they in the goodie bags? No, they did the uh the silent auction. Okay. So they had a bottle of regular CBD, the nighttime, and this. Nice. I was about to go back online to buy it. So I just yeah. did it through the Weedify when I was at the gala in Dallas and and I won. Yeah, that's what we so. like to call a, a win-win. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Fightback. Thank you, Britt. Thank you, Justin, for all you guys do. We appreciate you. Uh, I'm Uncle Milty, BJJ on IG. I am that uh, is. MLJRICO, Rico. Uh, what's the it. other one? Uh, at Eat It mean? From Behind. Nah, no, bro. that's not you. <laughs> 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 that's not, not you? That, listen, I was. That's not uh, one of my 300 I, emails. I was reviewing. <laughs> I was reviewing the last podcast today. Yeah, and oh no, I'm sorry. I, we, we put out the last podcast today, but when I was reviewing it for release, yeah, I have to go through every podcast. So went through everything, and it was funny. I thought it was a great episode. And then I get to the very end, and you threw out the eat it from that behind. Was yeah. <laughs> that was, Bro, that's go yeah. back and watch it, everybody. I can't, I can't even take credit. Go that back, go mean. back. You gotta listen to that, that podcast. Was that was hilarious. was that episode 56, 56. with Nick. Nick. With Nick Ron. Yeah. Check that out. Watch it. But if you have end. to, if you don't have time, go yeah. all the way to the end yeah. and what hear that? Miguel talk about all his, and his email addresses. Yeah. We, we got hit in a silly bone with that one. So uh, yeah. That I, uh, well, Nick, and Nick, Tears. Tears. Nick and I, man, veteran talk. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. 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 That's I a know separate. We have a lot of veterans that, that listen, especially because of the relationship with Weedify. Yeah. That was some good stuff. I mean, that's a lot. That's real. Us like normies. What do you call it? What do you call it? It's like civvies. Civvies. Yeah. Civvies. Normies. <laughs> civvies. Normies. Just civilians. We don't yeah. oh, like. Man. We don't understand a lot. We don't yeah. even know a lot of it's that okay. stuff there's, that happens. There's even more like when you're in. There's also like if you're airborne. Like so, you've been to airborne school and you jump out of planes. Like anybody who's not airborne, because there's not a lot of airborne units, you call them legs. <laughs> yeah, in the army. Like yeah. yeah, and then like in the marines, like when you're not even ranked or anything like that, I believe it's like. Like if you're in charge of a bunch of Marines that that are very low ranking, they'll call them boots. They'll be like, "Whose boot is this? Like, who's like the, there, the person is the boot? Yeah, the whole person is just like the boot. Or like if a guy has a you know a black beret in the army, you know he's not airborne, Endearing. so then they call him a leg. And then like even within that, so like even if you're within it, it just keeps going, bro. It's like a fractal. Even when you're like, let's say I was I wasn't an airborne unit, right? But I wasn't like a combat MOS at all, right? So then you're called, like when you're deployed, you're called a, um, um, what was it? It was, I think it was like Pogue or something like that. Like it's people other than grunts because a grunt is like an infantry guy, like a guy who fights yeah. or a person oh, wow. who fights. And, uh, so like, and then even within that, cause sometimes like the, even the people who fight, like they stay on base all the time. They yeah. never, they never see any combat. So like even within themselves, they'll be like, oh, you're just a fobbit. Cause you stay, cause you stay on the fob for every level. There's another Bro, level, right? Did you, level. <laughs> anytime you feel cocky, there's some you're gonna get Somebody's made fun of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, everybody, listen, we're gonna wrap it up. Thank you, Bo. Thank yeah. you for coming out again. You're welcome. We won't, you won't be out next week because I'm gonna do a couple of podcasts during the middle of the day. Yeah, but we'll we'll get another. I'm one I'm not scheduled. there yet, man. Give me, give me like five years. I'm working <laughs> well, on once Shib, what, what Shib? What did we call it? I don't know. Shib, I'm not in what? that, bro. I'm not. Shiba. You're not in that one? No. Shiba. You didn't buy that one? You really not? Okay. I, I bought it when they put it on Coinbase because of the hype, and I knew it was going to pump. I forexed my money, 
and I pulled out and I put it into stuff I believe Man, in. Man, you should stay in. No, stay sorry, in. sorry. And everybody out there, buy hey, Sheba. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very upset that I traded uh, out a little bit. I'm not shilling. I don't even want to I, talk about I it. I traded it. I'm not touching it. <laughs> oh, wow, we're down. Yeah, I, I traded out a lot. I didn't trade out a lot. I traded out more than I probably should have. And but I still have an, uh, you know, a, a yeah. decent position. You just said but, you're down, but, so I'm looking at my phone now. Like, yeah, oh, I, no, how much am yeah. I losing? We're no, about, I'm not, that's not we're bad. About, it. We were no, about to lose bad. another zero, but... That's uh, not bad. No, anyway, not. most people don't even know what we're talking yeah. about. We're talking about cryptocurrencies. Yeah. But, and trading, Buy so. Shiba. XRP, everybody. Buy Shiba. XRP. Fuck hey, XRP. That's, uh, <laughs> we got a, what we do, we got a little disclaimer. Like, yeah. we are not, not financial, financial advisors. advisors. <laughs> we're not financial anything. <laughs> we're not financial anything. advisors. Nothing. All right, let's wrap it up before yeah. everybody just... We have no knowledge finance. All right, everybody. Peace, love, jujitsu. Thank you for listening. Bye, everybody. That was cute. Peace, love, jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs>